0: Hello everyone, welcome or welcome back to another episode of The Corner. I'm your host Mame and I host all the episodes on this platform. Before the episode starts make sure to check out all our social medias which are linked in the episode description below and also check out the other platforms that we have this podcast on which is Apple Podcasts. Stay tuned for the episode. Hey everyone and welcome back to another episode. Today we're going back to the solo episodes, and I had like a few requests to go back to doing longer episodes like I did in the beginning, like with my first ever episode and stuff like that. So that is what we're doing today. And today's episode is pretty much similar to one of the episodes we've done before, but I guess it's a bit different. I thought about this podcast title and this podcast topic um, literally out of the blue like it wasn't actually going to be this topic but I feel like this happens with every podcast episode I film um but yeah we're talking about security and insecurity and I know that sounds weird and the episode that I think is similar to is blame and perfectly imperfect I feel like in that episode I really focused on imperfection and how that is beautiful however today we're talking about insecurity and how as a generation and as like a time period entirely we are so obsessed with being so secure and being insecure and knowing what our insecurities are and what our shortcomings are and I feel like in some ways I guess that is a really good thing like to know where you fall short but um, in terms of like physical appearances. It's like everyone has their preferences about themselves and everyone has the things that they genuinely hate. And it's such a common topic of discussion and it's such a normalized thing. And I feel like it is kind of negative. So I'm just gonna get straight into that. Okay, the first thing I'm jumping into talking about, which might be kind of irrelevant to the topic, but it branches into it is puberty. I'm 16 years of age, so I feel like this is kind of topical. And I saw this thing on TikTok, which is my new information hub, of puberty too. And all I knew was that's a mixy album. But um apparently it's the second puberty that you have you have when you get 20s and yada yada yada. But first of all, puberty in general. At first, like hitting puberty and everything, um, it happened so unexpectedly, and I feel like it happens to a lot of teenage girls unexpectedly. A lot of males like have it hit puberty way wait do they hit it younger than girls i'm not not i do not know i'm pretty sure they hit it they have two waves they have different waves of puberty but i can only speak from a teenage girl perspective but um yeah um i wasn't aware of like the teenage rage and you know getting frustrated easily like being pissed off at the world and stuff like that um when I was younger I literally used to look at my like teenage cousins or my teenage family friends and when they get angry at their parents I'd think oh my gosh they're so dramatic." I'm gonna be like the perfect child you know who just does their work and gets their head down and who doesn't have mood swings or yada yada yada. and also while I feel like the first wave of puberty is to do with like you're getting your period you know starting new things growing a pair of tits growing an ass, or maybe not just hitting puberty in general and experiencing new things that come into the play of like adulthood and womanhood and stuff like that um security is bound insecurity is bound to happen and when i look at myself when i was a lot younger like did I give two buttholes about what anyone said about me absolutely not like I was living my life like there's this one photo that me and my friend always speak about like and it's one of my childhood photos and it's like me smiling ear to ear and you can tell that I have literally not a care in the world and I feel like that is the case for a lot of girls a lot of teenage girls or a lot of young boys I guess um when they were younger like you'd have the most utmost confidence and you see it in little kids today and I'm not the I'm <laughs> I'm not the biggest fan of toddlers but I love like little babies and stuff but you see it in toddlers a lot or maybe when they reach that like age of four to five and they start getting annoying and you're just like absolutely don't speak to me <laughs> but um they're just so confident and they just don't have a care in the world they do not have any external factors which will make them less confident they don't have anything that they should hone on anything they should focus on in their body they literally do not care because they're a child it's only when you experience a change and you experience a disrupt in like the normality of things in your body and how you look and that's when you start to notice things and you start to you know become insecure about things and A lot of things have not been made like an insecurity until people point it out. And I find that so true. Like once people focus on something that is wrong with you, quote unquote, wrong with you, something that is not necessarily normal. For example, you have a bigger nose, or I don't know, you have uneven tits. And I'm sorry, every girl has uneven tits. Like, unless you've got a big job, one is gonna be bigger than the other. Um, Unless someone actually focuses on it, you're never gonna be insecure about it because I don't know how self-aware we are. And nowadays we become more self-aware. So that's like the first wave of puberty. And that's when insecurities start to kind of develop and kind of, you know, perpetuate itself into your life. And I feel like, yeah, it's prominent, but initially when you hit that like 12 to 13 stage, I'm not too sure when girls hit puberty, like 12, like 12, 13, like I started my period when I was like 12, year seven. So when they hit that stage, they kind of, you know, like, start to notice certain things, but I don't think it actually fully, like, manifests manifests itself into a proper insecurity until you hit the late teenage years, where you start getting aggy about everything, where you start hating everyone and everything, and that is one of the factors that come into play with it. So, yeah, that's kind of, like, the first wave of puberty where, you know, you're just young and you know things start taking a turn and insecurities can manifest itself however as i mentioned before i saw this thing on tiktok where it's like there's a second wave of puberty and it was a woman talking about it and um, obviously this can be from a female perspective um she was saying like when you reach 20 like you know your hips get wider you gain weight and that's like kind of your body's f- not final stage but almost like you know, second most prominent stage of changing itself and adapting. And I guess that can turn into insecurities. Um, And I think the reason for that is because there's a sudden change from being that teenager from being that, I don't know, 18 year old, 16 year old, to changing into a 20 year old and gaining a lot of weight, or maybe, you know, your hips get wider, or things change about your physical appearance and your face. And a lot of the time, I notice it in like people in the public eye from a young age, like for example, some of the dance mum girls. And like, I know Kalani Hilika, like um, a lot of people give her a lot of hate because her body has changed a lot since dancing. It's not a big deal. Um, And I think she mentioned on a podcast or something that, you know, when she was going to dance, like, she was like you know dancing the x amount of times a week like she was doing a lot of rigorous exercise obviously that was pre-puberty and when she hit puberty a lot of things changed and you even see it in another dance by girl nia and i think she was like shamed on the show by abby herself and abby was like you know like saying her thighs have gotten thicker. And it's like, there's nothing wrong with that in itself. A lot of people just fail to kind of come to terms with your body changing. And I feel like the reason why insecurities manifest itself is not just because of the person who is changing, but it's because of like the outward societal view of, oh my gosh, you used to look so beautiful, you used to look like this, you used to look so petite and small, and now you look like this. And I guess in a lot of girls it's a big fear of maybe you know their body changing a lot and them losing the same characteristics they used to have when they were younger but i feel like it should not be a fear and it's just a part of aging and it's a beautiful thing however we've made it such a taboo topic where it's like a thing where you should get shamed about it and I never see it with people whose body type was originally a certain way. For example, if you were originally quite heavy, you know, you had quite wide hips, quite bigger boobs, like nothing will happen to you. Like no one's going to shame you for staying that way. However, if you were quite skinny before, you know, you had that kind of ideal body type and you change due to puberty or you just change in general, there's so much hate and, you know, I don't know, negative stigma surrounded by it therefore the insecurity is about to manifest itself in a way as a woman you've quote unquote lost yourself which is stupid because you haven't lost anything you've just changed along with the seasons along with the way life goes and obviously right now I'm only speaking about women and I feel like that is kind of the areas that we focus, the gender that we kind of focus on when we think about insecurities, but I feel like insecurities are faced in both genders, and I'm going gonna get onto that later. um But I feel like that's one of the reasons why you know insecurities kind of manifest itself into a lot of women's life, and it becomes a normality, and then it's a thing where it's like, oh my gosh, like you're insecure, I'm insecure too. What are you insecure about? Let's share, let's share about our negativities. Let's share our negativities with each other because that's so fun, and it's like it shouldn't be a thing because it's so negative and I'm so guilty of doing it like I don't really I mean I don't know I feel like I'm guilty about doing it like about internally not really about my outward appearance because I know the damages of that now and I've kind of enforced it within myself I'm going to be moving on to talking about why we're such an insecure generation because if you think about it and if you actually closely study or you know, you look at history, or you look at older generations, or even maybe like your parents' generation or your grandparents' generation. Like they were not as insecure as our generation. And I saw an actual theory for this, and it was a thing saying that as humans, we weren't supposed to see, like, we weren't supposed to see like other people's faces as much. Um, but with access to social media and the internet you see a lot of beautiful people like in your life back in the good old day like I don't know 1920s or something the likelihood of you seeing a beautiful Bolivian girl or something um was rare um unless you traveled abroad unless you were really exposed to that kind of thing but the chances of an average I don't know child or an average individual seeing someone so beautiful was rare like you could name about one person in your life that you thought was absolutely like drop dead stunning but nowadays it's like there's these ideals because we see these faces everywhere we can like scroll on our phone and type in the top 10 most beautiful person in the world and we can find 10 most beautiful people in the world Um, and therefore that kind of sets standards of what people have ideas of beauty to be and obviously there are beauty standards in society. There's the basic ones of being white, being skinny, you know, I don't know, having a certain hair type, having a certain eye colour, eye colour and stuff like that. But um there's like a more, you know, narrow beauty standard nowadays where you see such beautiful people and now there's a narrow beauty standard I think in every race like for example if you're a white girl there's a certain type of white girl you need to be and if you're a brown girl there's a certain type of brown girl you need to be and if you're a black girl you have to be the creme de la creme because you're not like you know um what's, what's the word I'm looking for you're not even you know something society wants anyway you're not even praised by society so you have to be like the creme de la creme and that's like with people of color women um people color men etc um but with like people who become models and stuff like that we're just seeing so many beautiful people in the world and we aren't supposed to see that many faces we aren't and we're not even supposed to see our faces that much like whenever something goes on, people are like, oh, let's get a photo, let's get a photo. And it's like, I'm one of those people. I cannot lie to you. I love to like capture the moment with a photo, you know, print it out and put it in a scrapbook or something like that. But um, yeah, you're seeing your face quite on a daily basis. You check your camera to see if you look good. You've got mirrors. You've got access to mirrors on a daily basis. Like I won't sit here and act like I'm different. Like I need to see my face constantly. <laughs> And maybe that is self-absorbed, but I need to look in the mirror to check that I'm looking good, to check that I'm looking good. And that kind of of influences my mood. Like, if I go into school and I feel like I look like absolute poo, I'm literally going to feel like that for the rest of the day. And whilst it should not necessarily have such a direct impact on my mood, it really does. And I feel like it does in a lot of other people. And it's one of those things where it's just like, that's the state of the world. Like at the end of the day, what are you going to do? Are you going to take away the mirrors people have? Are you going to take away the access to the internet? Are you going to take away all the beautiful people people have seen in their life? No, that's not going to happen. And it's just getting to a stage where you deal with it and you kind of don't internalize or you know look at other people's beauty and think it takes away anything from yours or you kind of don't set yourself standards. Because the thing with standards is that there's a lot, most of the time, 99.9% of the time you're going to fall short one way or the other people that do fit the beauty standards they fall short in their own retrospective ways and they have their own retrospective insecurities and I see that on social media a lot of people you know kind of bash people who are quote-unquote like very attractive for being insecure like I remember Beyonce once said something about her being insecure there was like loads of comments like what if I was her but the thing is you're not her and you don't (laughs) live the life that she lives so you can't understand where she's coming from when she talks about her insecurities um and I feel like whilst insecurities can be very negative it's one of those things where with the generation we live in it happens it does happen and um we can't invalidate other people's insecurities um Just because you think they are better looking than you or you think they are more conventionally attractive than you you can't invalidate people's feelings like that it's just awful and it just leads to a stage where you kind of put people on a pedestal in their self you're saying that you're too good to even like you know not like something about yourself instead with insecurities i feel like the most positive image and the most positive not image the most positive thing that we could do in society is kind of you know look at ways of improving the insecurities instead of, you know, focusing on them so negatively. And talking about social media, I feel like obviously as I was saying before, we set an ideal image for it, obviously seeing a lot of beautiful people and that becomes like a general consensus. Like we all agree, like, yeah, that's beautiful. Um, And on the flip side, when people do talk about their insecurities, we get comfortable in hating ourselves. Like there's so many times I've literally looked in the mirror at school Like in the toilet with like all my friends and stuff, and going ill, like at myself. And I feel like the power of the tongue is so important. Obviously, as a Christian, like I believe in like speaking really positive things, and I struggle so hard with it because I feel like sometimes I can be so negative, and it's easy to be really harsh on yourself. And I feel like one of the reasons it is easy to be very harsh on your own self is because. You kind of prepare yourself so that no one else is harsh on you the way you like you're harsh on yourself. So as long as you hate yourself and you're harsh on yourself, no one else can you know be rude to you in such a way. And I feel like that is kind of an adaptation a thing that a lot of us have adopted in society. um And it's just being negative. Like we bond over trauma, we bond over being negative, we bond over pain. I feel like that is a common human attribute. That's a common human trait. However, I feel like it's just so negative and. Even on the flip side, if we were to start, like, you know, praising ourselves, like, if I were to ooh, go in the toilet and like, be like, oh my gosh, I look so good today. Like, I feel like a lot of people might see that as overconfident. And it's this weird thing battle where you're trying to find a middle ground of how to be just right like you can't be too insecure but then you can't be too overly confident because then you're perceived as cocky but you just have to be just sure of yourself and it just gets to this stage where we're not comfortable in sharing our beauties like sharing what makes us happy about ourselves sharing what you like about yourself sharing if you think you're pretty or not and I have just taken that and just thrown it to the curb and I just just what i want nowadays i feel like i do struggle with like um negativity like i can be so negative sometimes towards myself especially in terms not necessarily an outward appearance but like in terms of like me criticizing myself not working hard enough or not doing something right um and my dispositional factors i feel like i can be very negative however i've noticed that if you're negative about one thing about yourself whether it be internal physical external your outward appearance it will like kind of go over and it will manifest itself elsewhere so just trying to be more positive about yourself isn't that hard And yeah, one thing I tried to do combat this is like, you know, positive affirmations. Like it's sometimes I feel so stupid literally going and reaffirming myself, but it's one of those things where, you know, saying is believing. And there was a time where I used to be so shy maybe, and I used to like, you know, be kind of, okay, I've never been introverted, I'm not gonna lie, but (laughs) I was kind of shy to speak in front of people and now it's like that's crazy i would never say that like i can yap my mouth for ages in front of people like and i don't care but that's only taken i've only gotten to that stage and that's taken a while due to just constantly affirming myself telling myself i'm worth it telling myself i can do it type of thing and i feel like that positivity can be transcended down into you know outward insecurities you know um And one thing I would say as a general advice is to not rely on like the compliments of others to feel like your security, because that's unwavering. You never know what someone's gonna say about you. Therefore, you shouldn't, you know, wanna post on Instagram and you're feeling ugly so you can get compliments of people telling you you're pretty, I feel like that's stupid. You should only do things inherently for yourself. And whilst that immediate gratification, it will come, it will definitely come. Like if you feel hideous and you post something about yourself, The immediate gratification will come. At the end of the day, you're still left with that insecurity within yourself. And it's that inner work you have to do. And a lot of people get confused when people talk about, you know, working on yourself, doing inner work, and they think it's like wet or embarrassing. It's really not. It's you taking time one-on-one, journaling your feelings, maybe, I don't know, talking to someone, watching a lot of self-help videos. I love watching The Wizard Liz because I feel like sometimes I can be so, you know negative towards myself. So I'll watch like The Wizard Liz and I'll literally, you know, feel like so good after it and getting yourself and not getting yourself but hearing and absorbing information from another individual who is directly telling you stuff was so helpful and I get comfort through other ways too like I, I mentioned being a Christian before like sometimes on the worst days I'll just reaffirm what God says about myself like I'm beautifully and wonderfully and fearfully made and stuff like that and I feel like it's very positive instead of relying on relying on people and things that aren't stable you can't have security in something that is not stable it is like literally walking on water that is not possible instead plant yourself and you know Grow yourself and build your character on something that is stable, you know? Work on yourself. Make sure you build yourself a barrier. Protect your heart so that you are not offended by seeing a beautiful girl on TikTok and then you start comparing yourself. You don't go in a rabbit hole on Instagram, you start comparing yourself to people because it's honestly a waste of time. And in a sense when you look back back on everything in the future, you might like have like every time I look back on myself Um, although I get embarrassed from some of the things I used to do, I literally do not care. And I think at the time, like, for me, for the most part, thank God for this, I don't think I've had, like, major, major insecurities in my life um, where I had to compare myself to other people because I was kind of conceited when I was a child. I can't lie. I thought, like, if someone stared at me, they were in love with me. That is a bit embarrassing for me. But, like, I didn't really face that. But I see a lot of people when they look... Back on themselves, they're like, I wish I wasn't as hard hard on myself as I was before, because it just takes so much away from you as an individual. And when you look back on yourself, you might think I was beautiful back then. Every time you look back, you will think you were amazing back then. So you might as well think you're amazing now because future you is gonna think you were amazing. Obviously, as I mentioned before, there is a difference between men and females and in the way they like tackle their insecurities. And most of the things in which i've talked about previously just now um is kind of in relation to women and you know how they deal with their insecurities I so for like women we're our biggest hype girls we'll hype each other up to like the third degree however we do bond over you know being insecure and we do bond over things that we wish we could change about ourselves I feel like boys and men they don't really have that you know safe space I don't think it's a safe space but you know what I mean they really have that you know relationship within each other to kind of go to each other and be like this is happening x like I feel insecure about this I feel like obviously that is a as perpetuas- of like you know masculinity toxic masculinity in some ways however I feel like it's kind of like the stigma surrounding it like I will never see like and even if I do see it I can never see like a male like going on I don't know TikTok or something and talking about their insecurities and even when I do see it um I feel like sometimes there is a niche that do make fun of them and do think they're weird um and obviously men enter puberty a bit later um and (laughs) compared to women and it's not really necessarily as prominent as having your period I feel like having your period solidifies your first puberty as a girl but as a boy there's not really something to define it maybe it's having voice cracks maybe it's getting taller maybe it's you know your body changing but those are all somewhat good things but I feel like the people who experience the butt end of the insecurities are the people that are late bloomers as males because obviously girls hit their puberty first and obviously if a girl gets taller than a boy then there's a stigma surrounded by it you know boys are more susceptible to making fun of each other and stuff like that so once those boys maybe get insecurity people who are late bloomers I feel like it's not really talked about and their emotions are kind of invalidated and like I said before your insecurities should not be invalidated do I think it's a good thing to dwell on your insecurities Not at all, but I just don't think they should be invalidated to a degree. Um, Yeah, so in terms of men, I feel like they're not insecure in their insecurity. They're more insecure in their insecurity, which is like a little wordplay, but I feel like it's a case where they don't speak about it often and this is me being general like generalizing like a whole gender and I'm not you know saying that this is the case for every single boy every single male out there that is not the case but obviously in a position in a society where it is a patriarchal society and where men have been you know commonly associated with being breadwinners with being leaders with being strong and powerful and this is me not to say that women don't carry those attributes too. I feel like they do, but men are told they have to be those attributes too, in a sense. Um, therefore, they're insecure and their insecurity in a sense that they cannot really speak about it and they haven't been able to speak about it for so long. And it's only been recently where there's been a change in kind of societal stigma, societal opinions, especially amongst the youth. And I feel like boys are maybe talking about their insecurities more. Um... And yeah, it's a good thing, well, it's a good thing that people are sharing their emotions, I feel like it's good not to dwell, and that's the bottom line, like, we shouldn't be dwelling over, you know, what we have on our body that doesn't make us perfect, because at the end of the day, even if you didn't have the things that didn't make you perfect, i.e. you didn't have a big nose, you didn't have big lips, etc, whatever, Um, you still wouldn't be perfect anyways and that is so harsh but it's so true because everyone's different within themselves and this links into what I was talking about blame and being made perfectly imperfect like your imperfection is perfection in itself like there there's something so peaceful and so heartwarming about knowing that the way you are and the way you will be in the future and the way you will be in the future the way you will be 20, 30, 40, 50 years down the line is the way you are supposed to be. And you are made whole. I always say to myself whenever I feel like out of place or confused, like I'm exactly where I need to be and exactly where I have to be in this moment. And if I wasn't supposed to be here, I wouldn't be here. And I know it's hard for some people to give up on this attribute and this attribute, wrong word, give up on this ideology and this perception of fate. And to like really give their life away to this idea, I feel like it's a lot easier for people who are religious because we just believe in God or we believe in Allah or we believe in different gods, like it's different for us. However, a lot of people nowadays are so overwhelmed and so, you know, obsessed with having control over everything thus having control over what they look like, having control over how they're perceived to others. And I feel like it's one of those things where you cannot control it. Yeah, you can control what you look like. Say you have an insecurity, maybe you're overweight, then you want to fix something about it. You can easy, not easily to fix that, but you can fix that. Um, And if it's something that you can't change, or something that you don't have the willpower to change in the current given situation you're in, then, you know, embrace it, you know, learn not to dwell on it like there's one thing I always say to myself it's just like mama you can be sad for a moment about something that is out of your control but like after that moment's up you better get off your butt crack and start like moving on with your life because in terms of insecurities whilst every day you can look in the mirror and not like what you see And maybe it's something you physically cannot change like with time you will get used to it and you will it will be classified as a normality to you there's no reason of dwelling like and I'm saying this to my past self before because I used to have such stupid insecurities like I used to be like oh I have such a big forehead and my forehead is large um but it's it's not abnormally large and i used to like dwell over that so much and it was so stupid and i used to draw attention to myself and stuff like that don't tell other people your insecurities because then they're going to notice it more than you do i will never ever 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 sit down and have a conversation now with i don't know my female friends and they'll be like oh what are you insecure about and i'll start dishing out my insecurities i feel like that is not something i can do uh, whilst I think it's a good thing to be aware about maybe your internal issues and maybe things that you need to work on within yourself um and things that you are in the process of improving, and that is possibly better to share, and that is a healthier thing to share. I feel like it's not a good thing to just constantly share like your insecurities because at the end of the day telling other people isn't going to do you any good they're not going to say to you oh like no like you shouldn't be insecure about that and like your insecurities are going to go away that's not going to happen at the end of the day like you talking to someone else and sharing it we just draw attention to it and it's one of those things that we should stop being secure in our insecurities we should be insecure in our insecurities where we kind of want to change it we kind of want to improve it we kind of want to not dwell about it we should be accepting maybe that and we shouldn't classify, as a, as a, classify it as it classify as an insecurity maybe we should just classify it as something that maybe you don't necessarily love but you have learned to accept in yourself and once you learn to accept things you know what's so crazy you actually start to like them a lot okay guys so that kind of draws this episode to an end it was about 30 minutes but um i hope to do a part two of this kind of episode talking more about male insecurities um and maybe with a, another person um so i can get different perspectives and different views on this um but i hope you guys enjoyed um going back to a one solo episode and you know stay tuned for the next episode whenever that is <laughs> um and you know make sure to check out all our social medias like i mentioned in the introduction and follow this podcast and rate it bye